My grandpops was a man of respect. Had to sweat just to cash checks. Working from sunrise to set. Every day get challenged. No trades or talent. I've been waiting for a long time to do that to me, Alan. Yeah. Sure you have. I'm Alan, and this is Rudy and Ken. What? What? <laughs> and since I'm hosting, I get to do all this my own no, way. Ken is here? Oh, he is, yeah. I can see him. Well, not really. It's a picture of him. But it's a picture it, of him. Is that in your new apartment in the in the Detroit? In the house, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You're wearing, in your picture, you're wearing the glasses that I am, like the ones that I own that always reminded me of your glasses. Those are the ones that I'm wearing right now. I am currently not wearing them because I don't need them, but they're right next to me so that when I get up, I don't wow. kill myself. Great radio. Fantastic radio. Yep. Good talk, guys. <laughs> Just really, <laughs> really, pushing, really pushing the envelope here. All right. Welcome so this, to our podcast. This is obviously Ken's first podcast. Um, Ken, if this was a podcast about not Malifaux, what would this be a podcast about? Uh, beer, I think. Or Ooh, what? Good. good choice. What kind of mistakes were made? A beer podcast. Oh, I forgot to grab a beer. Dang. Oh, right. pause. I can edit it out. Are you going to get a beer too, Rudy? Is that what's happening? I'm going to get uh, a couple right. of rocks and a right. couple We'll be right back. <laughs> You're not going to edit it out is the best part. You're going to forget. I am maybe going to edit out the, the blank space. <laughs> hey there. Ah. You really better edit this out. I, I hope so. He's going to forget. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's probably going to forget. Yeah, it definitely feels different in Royal Oak, at least downtown Royal Oak. Oh, yeah. It's, it's area different. Is definitely still... I poured a whiskey drink and I poured a vodka drink. Did you re did you pour both of those drinks? I did, and I poured a cider drink and I poured a lager drink. That that's like four drinks, Rudy. What are you doing? And I sang the songs that remind me of the good times. Okay, so here's and what we're gonna do. I sang the songs that remind me of the better times. Yeah, we, so all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. We get it. Moving on. So do we want to restart the podcast, Rudy? Uh. No, I'm, I can I can cut it out. It's cool. You're not gonna edit that. <laughs> I'm gonna edit most of that out. Yeah, I'll do it. You're gonna listen to it though and hear what me and Ken said first, and then leave it. Absolutely, yes. I will definitely listen to what you said. <laughs> but I'll probably cut it out. <laughs> All right. So Just welcome. Just because back. I know where it ends, so that I know where to cut. Not because I want to spy on you guys or anything. Weird. Yeah, that's crap. Do you want me to clap? No, that's fine. I listen. Yeah, I honestly listen to the whole thing, man. When I go back to edit, I listen to the whole thing. You just like hearing our voices. No, I dulcet like tones. having quality control. There are a lot of times where there are those moments where like stupid bullshit happens, and I like to cut it out. But then like two out of the three casters get up and go get a drink in the middle of recording. You go get a drink. Go get a drink. I think that's the first time we've done that ever, actually. It is. It really is. It's weird. Ken, you're a bad influence on us. I know. I know. No, you should, I come oh, I I came prepared. I had a beer already. Oh, well, <laughs> you can't. Well, yeah. Good times. Good times. Anyway, so uh, we're back. Uh, this is uh, this is Ken's first uh, official show. He was going to be on last week, and uh, that uh, that did not work out. No, it was a little he, under the weather. Put the brush in the beer. Yeah, 
like immediately. It's like I'm so excited about podcasting tonight, guys. <laughs> it, but he's here now. Sorry. And we're ready to talk about Malifaux. Yeah, yeah we, we are. are. <laughs> uh, so what have we, what have we, what have we gentlemen been up to? I'm painting uh, some stuff. Painting up some metal kin, actually, right now as we speak. Why, why are you painting up the kin, man? Uh, I don't know, because they were sitting here, and I had extra paint. You have, and you need to paint things. Yeah. Uh, I was painting a my Barbaros uh, proxy that I made first, so. Oh, yeah, the Lady lady Barbaros? Bar- Barbarina? Yes. What do you call Bar- her? I don't know. Barbarella. Yeah. I like that. No, she's a... Uh, yeah, I made it out of Through the Breach kit and some wings off of some model in a bits bin and made my own weapons for her, so she's pretty cool. I'm pretty proud of it. She's also on a 40, so we'll get to that in the game section. I forgot to bring a 40 mil base, so she's on, like, the little micro art base, which is, like, barely bigger than a 30. <laughs> so that was a long. I did that with that and Widow Weaver in the last game, so I was like, oh, words are smaller. <laughs> it ended up not mattering. But. Yeah, so doing, I've actually been doing some hobbies, so that's good. Nice. Yeah. Ken, did you get a chance to play anything besides your game with Al? I have not, no. Um, I have, though, I built uh, Bird Jepson. Uh, I picked him up uh, before I left um, and have just now been able to open that up and start on him. Um, I have a lot of priming to do, but it's so muggy here. I don't. I gotta get like a dehumidifier or something for the basement and just like do it in there um, for it to come out. I think even remotely de- decent. I mean, you uh, could try and pick up some some paint on primer. I know a lot of people poo poo it, but there was some decent stuff we picked up at a Debscon a couple of years ago that worked pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know that it's actually more effort to go get a dehumidifier and get it into the basement than it would be to pick up. <laughs> but you're gonna want one anyway. Primer, but I want one anyway, and yeah, I don't want to pick up primer, so so I'll be doing that. Um, get an airbrush with a paint on primer and then airbrush that shit up anyway. I could. I could. That sounds like more effort than the dehumidifier. So if you're going for the most effort, that would be your, your best bet. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's definitely me. Just putting all the effort. Uh, you no, um, the most effort can. That was yeah, favorite. that is that is my nickname. Most effort can. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's it's actually not. Please don't call me that. I received um, I received a new nickname from a woman who I've never met before online last night. Uh, she's from uh, either France or Canada. I don't know which, but she decided I was going to be called Cricket. Cricket. I don't know why. There's no context or anything. There was no context. <laughs> it's like my name is Hi, my name is Rudy. Yeah, I'm gonna come up with a nickname for you. Oh, oh okay. Huh. We're gonna call you Cricket now. Uh, all right, I guess I can get behind that. All right. Those are the best people right there. They just instantly call up with a nickname. Right. That never rubs anybody the wrong way ever. I'm sure. No. <laughs> people love to be called by <laughs> not their name. Just, especially when you don't know the person. I know. I hope she's not a listener. It's gonna be awkward. No. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care that much. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, other than that, I've just been touching up uh, some models. I got a new lamp before I left too, and I'm noticing like with like actual lighting because I came mostly in the evening that like I like I'm like wow I like barely hit this model with paint. So um, a lot of touch up work. So yeah, I do that all the time where I just like three quarters done on my painting and then just oh I'll play it. It's fine. And then I never <laughs> go back and finish painting it. I'm trying to, yeah, it's I've got terrible. a lot of models that are like that, and I'm trying to finish I up. And I'm, I'm well, I went back to Arcanist at Gen Con, and it was like, oh, man, I really didn't finish painting these bases. <laughs> They're like, there's enough color on them to make sense, but there's no, like, any, there's just, like, gray with, like, a wash, and, like, badly, like, all, like, the edges. Like, usually I go back and I repaint the actual 30 mil, like, the, 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 the black part, yeah. black, just because I like, you know, that clean look. And I right. didn't, so I was like, Great paint everywhere, and it's very. <laughs> I was very disappointed in myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to step up my step up my game. So, and I'm starting with my masters. So, Ophelia, Summer, Wong, and nice. Brewmaster. I'm looking to knock out first. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rudy? I uh, I put together a few models. I put together, I think I talked about Maris and, and Yamaziko and them last week, but this last week I put together a couple of uh, Katanaka Naka Naka uh, snipers. I haven't, I haven't put them on bases yet. I feel like I want to, I, I haven't decided what I'm going to do with my purely 10 Thunder bases yet. I don't know if I want to go back to the water and Zen Garden effect that I did for the Misaki crew that you have, Alan, or if you I want to try it. Yeah? It's nice. I was just like blue with uh, white glue in the in the reservoir yeah. for some sand, I think, right? The little docks are nice, yeah. That's, That's right, the docks. Don't yeah. send me some pictures of it. Partly because I want them from my from my from my files, from my from a resume. Uh, so I put together some katsunakanakas. Um I haven't got a chance to put them on the table, which is fine because they're not on bases, um, obviously. Made fall. Um, but then I went over to we we had a craft night with some friends and I went over to our friend Jamie's house and she was working on a coat for some cosplay and Claire was working on a cross stitch uh, and Stephen was going to paint a Pathfinder miniature and he pulled out these three really freaking bright lamps like and he put them all around his little painting station so it was literally three quarter coverage of this of these like extremely bright bright lights. And then he was like, nah, I think I'm going to play video games instead. So he went over to his computer and started playing this, like, um, this, this game that's all about lineage and kings and secession and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. oh Crusader um, Kings well, too. Yeah, I think that might be it. Yeah, and I was right. like, well, I think I'm going to paint. So maybe I'll just uh, steal your lights. He's like, yeah, go ahead. Go crazy. So I, I painted up a Tashiro under these just amazingly brilliant lights, and uh, I haven't looked at him in the in the basic lighting since, so I don't know if I did a good job. <laughs> well, I don't know if you did a good job either, but your coverage is probably going to be pretty nice. <laughs> All right, yeah, exactly. Um, so I painted it to Shiro, and I put together some... I'm, I'm getting ready for the non-determined length of time of the thunder. Um... <laughs> And so I'm just sort of trying to get some of the, the things that I'm going to see myself using a lot painted, I guess. Most of the masters are already there, though. 
like Lucas and oh no, I don't. I haven't painted Lynch yet. I think Lynch is next on my my, my next big project. Cool. It'll probably be pretty easy. There's such a good priming job on that Lynch model. <laughs> it, it is pretty smooth. It's a nice coat. <laughs> Unfortunately, that means I also have to paint a Hungry and Darkness. Uh, that yep, that will happen. That will happen. You don't have to. Well, wow. Everyone I everyone I've listened to on other podcasts talking about Lynch say Hungry and Darkness is the real master in the crew. Mm, no. I disagree with that, I think. He's actually a henchman. He is, quite, yeah. Quite literally. But that's what but, that's what the general populace says. Hungry and Darkness is great. No, he's good, but you don't have to paint him. You... Oh, I do have to paint him, though. He paints really easy, though, because he's just really bad, so it just doesn't matter how you paint him. It's going to look bad either way. It doesn't matter how well you paint it. It's going to look bad, so you may as well just... You know what I should do? Oh, have you seen those videos on uh, Facebook of people who use, like, dish soap and water and uh, nail polish? And they do those weird, like, psychedelic tie-dye things? Just tie-dye them? That'd be amazing. I just want to, like, start one of those things and then dip the model in and then pull them out and call it good. Yeah. Could do that, yeah. You could. It's three colors minimum. Because literally any paint job that you put on him will not make it look any worse. Still bad, yeah, I think I've seen two hungering darknesses which I liked. And one of them was that weird muscle and bone one, and one of them was where they cut the very, very top of his face off and put him underneath a card table for a Jacob Lynch avatar. That's pretty neat. <laughs> that is cool, yeah. It's pretty dope. I gave mine some really just quick and dirty green stuff tentacles coming out of its mouth, but it still looks bad. There was a part of me that wanted to do um, take the take card skeleton thing. Yeah. And at, and if I ever get the Crossroad 7, take the the woes or whatever the hell are on the back of the Wrath model, mm-hmm. put those together on a, on a 50 mil base and call that the Hungry Darkness. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be way better than a weird crawfish slug thing. Yeah, kind of looks Fish. like a violent Jabba the Hut. Yeah, like a yeah, like a feral Jabba or something. Yeah, he's yeah. it's God, it's that thing is the worst. I I really don't like it at all. <clears throat> Maybe I should give him an anglerfish orb. I think I've seen that before. Yeah. Oh. Any, I think adding anything to him helps. It doesn't matter what you do, really. Because yeah. I like mine much better, even though I like my modeling isn't great on him. It just adds something to the sculpt. Yeah. Maybe I, I can cut his body off and put him on the body of a random human being, but then have this giant, weird, like, goldfish face coming out of a suit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I, I just, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, it's just like, I don't know, I, I hate... Man, I don't like that model at all. Like, I think even if you just, like modeled it but didn't put his little legs on. Yeah. Like that would even look better than what the actual model looks like. Or just like leaving those off. Laid like, it on its side. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe what I should do in like a puddle. Yeah. Just <laughs> make it as pathetic looking as possible. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alright. Welcome to Mistakes for Made a hungering darkness model hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really, though. I don't, know. I don't think anybody would fault us for that, though. Great yeah. model. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. As I'm working on my Barbaros Proxy and my Widow Weaver, I'm like, these are really good models, but 
no. <laughs> Hunger and Darkness. Darkness is just garbage. Yeah. I almost when I, when I traded when I traded for the crew, there was like a week where I went under the assumption that well I'm never gonna play them in competition. Uh, mostly I just want the the illuminated, so don't even worry about giving me Hunger and Darkness. And then a week later I was like, you know what? Maybe I do want to be able to play them in competition. Maybe I should get that from Ken. And then it took literally until the last weekend before you went away to, to Detroit for me to get it from you. And even then, I felt a little bad about it. I'm like, why? Why do I actually want it? Ugh. Anyway, so that's what my uh, my hobby's been like. I've been doing yeah. some stuff and getting ready for some other stuff. Good. I, should, I have a depleted too. I should put that in my bag. Depleted are good. Mm-hmm. I need a bunch of those. I want one. Yeah. Oh, I have one. I have one, of our, one of our listeners and one of the guys who I, the guy that I, I played him at Califo. He was the one who I played the Michael Vick list against. Yeah. Uh, That's was, a horrible name, by the way. He, it, was his, it was what he called it. So I, was playing, I was playing Lucas McCabe, and I had Luna, Guildhound, Guildhound, uh, Hunter, Hunter, and then the Pale Rider, and I think... Uh, Sadir. And so it was like a couple of dudes, a guy on a horse, and a bunch of dogs. And he was like, what is this, Michael Bick? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so he, uh, uh, I, I said something, I think I said something about wanting Torakage on our last podcast. And he actually got a hold of me uh, during the, the, the week after that and was like, dude, you want Torakage? I don't, I have some, I only, want, I only ever use one. So I can send some your way if you want. And it's like, Sure, dude. Uh, he's like, do you want an Ototo too? I don't use him either. I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. What What do you want? And he's like, I don't know. I'm doing some Rezzer stuff. So I ended up trading him my uh, uh, Seamus alt sculpt, the one that looks like the Evil Dead poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 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 a secret weapon miniature base. Um, and my painted Seamus uh, Puppet Wars figure for a copycat camera proxy. Yeah. And then a bunch of cards. Like, he lost his Sonya cards, apparently. So Sonya cards and uh, the Seamus cards and some other stuff. Uh, and so we're doing a quick little uh, mail exchange. I'm going to get a package with some with some ninjas in it. I'm very excited. Nice. nice. That'll be good. So thank That's you very much. Nice. Yeah. If you're listening right now, which you are, because if it's going in your ear holes, that means you're listening to it. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I could, we could shout out to, to Dawn. Uh, congratulations on hosting a tournament that was oh, 20 people. Oh, yeah, that looked awesome. In North Carolina, so that was exciting. And yeah. her trophies? Was, oh, my gosh. I was just about to say those. those. Wow. I wanted them all. I wanted every single – I wanted to win first through whatever. I wanted to win all of the awards. Wow. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, it was like first place. The second one was called the So Close Award. One of them was called the Mid Table Obscurity, which was uh, sort of a callback to somebody else's um, uh, blog, and also for the person who was right in the middle of the pack. Um, That's one cool. was the like spoon. That. The spoon looks great. This like, spoon's awesome. Two spoons that were mounted, sort of centered on the board and painted woody. Um, and then uh, her painting awards were all. Oh, her painting award was Bert Jepsen with a spray can. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, which was <laughs> awesome. I wanted all of them. I want. Yeah. I want. Well, 
Yeah. yeah the sassy lady. Sassy lady. Yeah. Fantastic. And also, like an awesome uh, showing. Yeah. Thank you for the promos from Zombieside too. <laughs> On a personal note. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. That's uh, shout-outs. Anything else you guys want to... Uh, there's a contest going on until, I think, the beginning of November? No. Yes? I think they're trying to give us some time. The Breach Boys are doing a painting contest. Um, yeah? That's Bucky and Ross, who, which I am obligated to say because he likes the way Americans say his name, I guess. Yeah, uh, I was going to say Ross. Uh, and Ross, yeah. And he, he wanted yeah, me to say his name, Ross. so... Uh, there are shenanigans over there, and um, and their their painting contest is interesting because essentially what they're saying is that the only way to get better at painting is to experiment and make mistakes. And so his his uh, Bucky's challenge is to take a model, paint a a color um, that is not the color that you're going for, and then use other colors to get it to there. So his so his um, his example was taking uh, to go for a flesh tone. You start with a red, and then you layer up to the flesh tone, and then you layer up to a green, and then the red and the green sort of cancel each other out and create a really nice depth of shade. Hmm. Um, so what you do is you take a picture of the model you want to paint. You Show the colors you're going to be using on them, and then you send them a picture of the the final result, and, and then sort of what what you were sort of focusing on with your weird shade thing. It's it's all about experimenting with paints and shades and layers, um, and you can really answer cool. multiple times. And if you win, uh, they're going to send you a series seven Windsor Newton. Oh, nice, nice. I should uh, do that. I also want to do that. Those are nice brushes. I don't. I got one. I have two now, but like, I don't, I don't use anything else anymore. <laughs> I don't need to. I want to, I want to try and get some good brushes because right now I'm using whatever I got in like a kit and some other my smaller painting kits and stuff. I feel like I want to invest in a couple of actual model brushes, you know. Yeah. If I want to, if I want to really start focusing on painting, and I do. Yeah. I'm terrible. I just buy cheap brushes and wear them out and then throw them out and buy new cheap brushes. So I take terrible care of my brushes. I'd have to start taking care of them and then I could buy good brushes. <laughs> you get brushes and then you get weird um, brush goo that you stick your brush in at the end of the thing and then yeah, start um, Yeah, the, the Masters brush cleaner. It works. It's phenomenal. And it keeps the the points on them too. It's cool. it's really great stuff. Yeah, I might have to start checking that out. Yeah. And, and my girlfriend actually painted a miniature, so she was what? like, I can't, your brushes all suck, so she wouldn't box them, actually. And I'm like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, painted up some, some zombie side figures. She painted up... Uh, I painted some Super Dungeon Explorer figures uh, a few months back, actually. Nice. Yeah. I don't remember if I talked about that on the cast, but essentially... No, I think so. We play Super Dungeon Explorer with our friends. Every, like We play relatively often. We have a game night every Thursday. But we kept getting beaten and beaten and beaten and beaten. And finally, I was like, "All right, what characters do we want to play next time we play? Give them to me. I'm going to take them back to my house. I'm going to paint them because it is science proven fact. Painted minis roll better. Yes, they do. And so I took all five. Like I took. I think I even took a couple of extra options back. And I painted. Like I painted Nyan Nyan, and I painted the Paladin, and I painted the Glimmer Dusk Rogue or uh, Ranger, 
and the Ember Mage and sort of like these sort of staple things. We came back, we played our, our staple five crew and just trashed the, the computer. It was awesome. Um, and now they're like, can you paint other figures? And I was like, no, you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need trying to get Chris uh, into painting. And he's also trying to get into Malifaux. So. I've always I've wanted, wanted to, uh, to uh, get on the... Get on uh, the uh, I'm getting... I'm getting feedback. 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 Or I'm hearing myself delayed. I was also hearing you too. Um, then that's me. So let me go grab some. Everybody's fault. Oh, let me grab headphones. I'll be right back. It stopped oh, doing it though. Grab it anyway. It stopped doing it. Yeah, I was saying that I also wanted to start painting some of that style figure. I think they're pretty neat. The sort of chibi okay, yeah. figures. It'd be fun. I do like. Yeah, I I do want to kind of branch out. My buddy wanted me to actually like repaint some of his amiibo and so I'm kind of looking into that and like seeing how to get them off of their bases and stuff. <laughs> I have I got Crossmaster but they're already really well painted so I don't really want to mess with them because I'm not that yeah. good and I just make them worse. <laughs> but if I, I want to get some unpainted ones at some point and try them out just because they're fun. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you um, if you get Crossmaster, not Crossmaster, if you get uh, Super Dungeon Explorer minis, it's a really great way to practice eyes because the eyeballs are so big oh, yeah. that like yeah, you can right. really play with the color and the shape and the layer. That would be fun, yeah. yeah. I have to keep my eye out on eBay for them. Not to mention it's a pretty fun game. I feel like I don't need that and Crossmaster, though. Not that and Crossmaster and Zombicide. And Malifaux. Yeah, probably good on yeah. yeah, and the, the other side when it comes out. Oh my God, the other side. Do we want to talk about? Do, let's talk about the other side after we're done with games. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Because I want to speculate. It. Yeah. From. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. First, <laughs> another announcement. Joe's another announcement. A campaign at Flatlands in September fifteenth is when it starts. So if you want to do a campaign, go to Flatlands on September fifteenth. Another announcement. Yeah. This Saturday is uh, the August Beer Lefo. And I did not realize that it, because usually it's basically the last Saturday of the month. But what it really is, it's the fourth Saturday of the month, and there are five Saturdays this month since the first of this month was a Saturday. I said month and Saturday a lot. You did. It felt weird. Anyway. Uh, so, Beelifo, this Saturday, if you're in the greater Portland area or want to make a commute, like Ray Bannon is thinking about coming down, he's always a hoot. Uh, drink some beer, get rewarded for it, play some Malifo, uh, have some fun doing it. I'll be there, rocking some Ten Thunders. Probably Lynch and or uh, Brewmaster, maybe both. Probably both. Always a solid choice for Beelifo. Yeah. I'll then, do more beer map beer lefo drinking games. Yes. <laughs> that might have been my favorite beer lefo match. I think that was my favorite that, beer lefo. That whole day match was, was so ridiculous. It was you and me, Brewy versus Brewy, and then me and Ray Brewy versus Brewy back to back. And it was like so much drinking. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I rode the max home that day. Yeah, yeah. I had Dan drive me. God. Uh, Dan drive my drunk ass Transit. Home. That'd be good. Right? <laughs> no, uh, that's really good. Well, actually, if they just had, if we had a store that you could drink at and play, that would be good, too. 
You should like, try and get. You should try and get Flatlands to get their uh, limited liquor license. That's there's zero chance. Why? It's Wixom and they're yeah not they don't like liquor you licenses. You should try and get uh, Dagger of what is that? Guild of, Guild of Blades. Yeah, Guild yeah. of Blades. You should try and get Guild of Blades to do that because they're I I don't know about that. It's gonna be they're a Royal Oak. They are, but Royal Oak loves giving beer licenses to people. <laughs> this is true. I think I've got to feel. I've got to feel the owners out a little bit first. Yeah, it's gonna take a little time. We're gonna build yeah. a community before we start demanding they get a liquor license. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, us. Just, just yeah. the two of us go. You should get a liquor license yeah. for us. Just for the Excuse two of us. Yeah. Do you have a liquor license? Let me convince you why that's important. We'll buy at least like five or six beers a month. So. A month, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just me and you, like, the whole time. Just Yeah, just the two of us, just, just sitting like, there drinking. We can cast us in the sky. Sorry, what? It's like, we should have just let them have a beer and not get a license. Yeah. <laughs> bring your own. No. We will definitely look the other way if you bring beer into our establishment. They, they probably <laughs> won't do that, actually. But <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, and I don't blame them. Last, yeah. Well, my last announcement is that we're doing a tournament at Flatlands. On uh, October something or other, in October, oh, it's the second or third weekend in October, I think. Who's organizing that? It's a collaboration. I believe it's the seventeenth, but it could be the tenth. I'll I'll verify that and get back to everybody. Okay. But yeah, that's gonna be at Flatlands. It'll start at noon. I think it's just gonna be a standard fifty soul stone, fun timed one. So any any weird theme or Halloween? You said uh, when did you say October? Or? Yeah, it's mid October. Okay. I don't know if we're gonna do a theme. It's it's still it's just like the date is down, so gotcha. not actually uh, any planning. I think I'm gonna host and Joe's gonna help me like by giving me a spreadsheet. He's, he's gonna, gonna do, He's it. gonna help you organize and you're gonna to. Yeah, that's the seventeenth. So I should learn how to like the rules before then probably. Maybe. Just or, you just my aunt. Yeah. I'll just yeah. terrible rulings. I'll tell you, it's I did a ton of preparing for mine and then I ended up like because I prepared so well, I ended up sitting around a lot during the tournament. Oh no, I I don't I anticipate having a lot of rules questions, but it's just the weird ones. And I'd feel weird just being like, Hey uh, Joe, how does this work? when it's like okay, he's playing. Like, <laughs> well I not mean, that I think you care. I think it comes down to the 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 thing is that you have as solid an understanding of the of the rules as you 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 can have, and I mean you can do research and you can do study and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. same at the same time, at some point, some rules questions are so esoteric no, that it's yeah. just sort of Every a, once in a while something comes up. There's just like you got to read it and think about it, yeah. and then you make a call, and then you if it's one that's really weird and you don't necessarily love the call, then you you erase it up, and if it's something that warrants uh, higher Response, then we will take care of it. Frequently asked question. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. good at that stuff. So. Right. No, I'm not like worried about it. It's I a fun know. time. Organizing journeys to do is a lot of it. Refresh my memory. I'm terrible about reading my rule book. Actually, <laughs> like <laughs> I look at the models and then I just put it away because I don't learn stuff unless I play with it. It feels yeah. like. Yeah. And a lot of times it's things like, oh, you know what I just found out recently? Uh, slop haulers. 
when they do their feed piggies action, it's any target within three inches. It doesn't have a pulse. It doesn't have an aura. Yeah, no, it's it doesn't not have a line of sight requirement. You can do it through a freaking wall. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no target member. There's nothing. Yeah, it's, it's like spring the trap yeah. or whatever. Or turf war. Or, yeah, yeah it's, it's disgusting. It's yeah. even more disgusting than I thought it was. It's all right. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's <laughs> decent, you know. Best heal in the game is what I would say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so that's announcements. <laughs> uh, Slop hollies are good. Announcements over. Good. All right. I have, I think, three games played since the last time we talked. Wow. Yeah. Could have been more. I mean, and I mean, that was... There's always time for more games, right? Mm-hmm. I talked about my... Molly and my... What did I play? Wait a minute. I only have two games to talk did about. Did I talk about so. my Molly and my Karai versus Ironsides? Last week? Yes. Okay, then yes, three Maybe. games. Maybe. I don't I don't actually remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> I'd err on the side of yes, so we don't repeat. Yeah. <laughs> I played a lot of games against Chris in the last couple of weeks, and most of them ended with me losing just barely. So, there you go. I'll talk about the Ophelia versus Ironsides one, and it will be an overview for all of them, because they all played basically the same way. <laughs> yeah, I just played two games with Pandora, so I have no more Masters that I haven't played ever, so that's always good. Nice. Oh, nice. That's cool. I've played every Master I have owned, so that's I cool. am, I am, I think, five games away from being done. With with playing five games with every master that you have. Yeah. No. After after I'm done with that, I think I'm quitting now. Oh. Okay. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys want some models? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just I no. hereby bequeath my gremlins to uh, Alan because he doesn't have them, and my everything else to. This is of course a joke. I'm certainly not quitting Malfa. Well, if you die, you're gonna give it to. Yeah. Okay. If I die, Al can have my gremlins. And then I get everything else because Al already has and everything. Can else. Have everything else. Exactly. Yeah, your Guild McMorning stuff, like dibs. All right, fine. <laughs> you never know when you want to play mean, Guild McMorning. It's completely binding. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna have a lot of wit. <laughs> I really. In, uh, yeah, that's pretty morbid, but I don't think like it's gonna be a huge argument to you. Mm-hmm. eBay. Well, I'll be. It certainly won't be a huge argument for me. I'll be gone. You'll be watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking down on us. You'll be helping us with our, our flips. Yeah. I think wherever I end up in the afterlife, I don't think I'm going to give a fuck, man. Really? <laughs> I really hope you don't die in the next week, because that would be really weird. Oh, it would be terrible, because who would edit? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd be <laughs> editing the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, There'd be a lot of a lot of clapping. It'd be that that whole break where we went away for like five minutes and just be in there, because I'm not <laughs> listening to the whole thing again. That's for sure. Yeah, this took a really dark oh, turn. Man, it yeah. did. Okay, moving forward. Uh, Alan, you want to start? The, how, how many games did you get, Ken? Zero. Uh, yeah, yeah, none. Unless you and, want to talk about your side of your and Al's game. That was. It was a while was ago. Two weeks ago now. Um. 
Uh, it was interesting. Uh, it was, I mean, everybody knows it was uh, uh, Colette the Ophelia. Um, I made some mistakes in that I took, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about my big mistakes here. So how about that? Perfect. Um, turn one, uh, I was going to, I wanted to soften up Cassandra because, I mean, you talk about Cassandra so much and how she's so good. And I saw, I, in my head, I was seeing, okay, I'm going to shoot her with Ophelia a couple times, and then t- the next turn, I'm going to charge in with Bert, and he's going to finish the job. He's going to give me my full vendetta points, and I'm going to get, that'll start my reckoning up. Well, I ended up, I shot her once for week for four, and then I shot her again and flipped two moderates uh, on a negative flip and killed her. And so, Let me tell you, you don't have to take the thinking luck trigger. No, I know, but I wanted the thinking luck trigger. <laughs> I just like brought it down a little bit more. I thought maybe like you know a stone for prevention or something like that, but I just I really overdid it, and uh, and I kind of screwed myself out of uh, out of two points at least because she was off the table, so like I could still claim one. Um, and then oh, the other big mistake I took. I, um, we had, was there a breakthrough? Breakthrough was in the pool, wasn't it, Al? Yeah, breakthrough was in there, yeah. and entourage. Yes. So I ended up, um, I ended up taking, um, uh, you had sorry, entourage I, I, took, on Ophelia. I did entourage, yeah, on Ophelia. Um, but my original plan, I, I freed up some points so I could put Maris in for breakthrough, and then didn't take breakthrough for whatever reason. I, I don't know why. I hadn't played in a while or something. And so, but the thing that happened though was kind of like a, a blessing. Maris is pretty good. I mean, it's when you can put like six burning on something after moving into range to put burning with an attack that ignores cover. It's pretty nasty. Um, so it really helped me eliminate some models, Joss in particular. Um, because Joss was just going to run a train on me if I didn't get rid of him. Um, so t- <laughs> yeah, so I did win that game, but only barely, and it was uh, it was still close. But I think I had, I think, we well, guys talked about it last week, so... The bridge was uh, like 6-5 or 6-4. Yeah, six it was 6-5, six, six, but it could have been... It was that initiative on turn 4 that was the killer. Yeah. Where right. I had Joss and Colette just waiting, and then you activated and chain activated and killed... I think both. both of them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think I had. I think I did get to activate Colette, maybe, but I don't remember. But you had already killed Joss, so I didn't have anything really tasty to prompt, and it was like, "Yes, I'll yeah. hit you with my cane." Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any suits for the triggers either, so I was like, "Uh." Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. One other quick highlight: uh, Francois failing to kill an arcane effigy for two straight turns. Oh wow. yeah. Yeah, wow. that's that reminds me of a time I was in a tournament and they were. It's where I actually picked up the Vic of Blood, the buried Vic of Blood bomb trick, where she, uh, the guy who was playing the Victorias, uh, buried Vic of Blood, uh, dropped uh, ashes onto my things with a I think a student of conflict pushing her forward and then giving her a charge, and all Ash needed to do was either kill. McMorning, which wasn't going to happen in one AP in one in one activation or one charge, or kill the um, the brutal effigy, hmm. and the brutal effigy like 
was attacked once. He's at defense six. He's at melee seven, I think, at this point in time. And drops a 13 on the table and, and avoids it for the first attack. And then the second attack hits him, and the third attack hits him, but he's hard to kill. So the she, he, he stood up through a full charge of Victoria, Blood, or Victoria of Ash. And then McMorning got to counteractivate and just killed Ash. And Blood came out and just killed Blood. It was just like, stab, stab, stab. Yeah. Um, it was uh, really brutal. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it was... This, like, it wasn't even... I didn't have to do it. I just, like... I wanted to. Francois just kind of didn't really do all that much, except kind of like guard one side of the table. Um, it was just one of those things, though, like where he like didn't need to activate until the end, and like I was using my cards for other things, so I got to him, and Al was just like flipping for whatever reason, like because I flipped really bad on all my defense flips for Joss yeah, and Colette. <laughs> for Joss and Colette and everything, and then it gets to Francois. I've got nothing left, and he's just like, and then all the good cards are coming out, and like I just can't touch it. It was just very frustrating. <laughs> and I was I was trying to push in for like a breakthrough point with it too. It was the best part. I was like, well, maybe I can sneak around and break yeah. it. And it was like, no, didn't happen. But yeah. no, that was a fun game. It, yeah, it definitely was. We should we need to, uh, get together and uh, and do that more. Yeah. I don't cause I don't know when I'll be able to get up to Flatland. Hopefully in October for a tournament. Well, it, it, definitely that. Uh, a lot easier on weekends. Yes, much easier on weekends. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, after that, I was done with Colette, as we talked nice. about last week, with ten games. So uh, I decided I was going to go to Neverborn because Ken asked me to play Neverborn instead of Rezzers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is funny because I was at the shop yesterday or the other day, uh, Tuesday, yesterday, yeah. And one of the guys was like, "Man, I just never get to play against any good Rezzer players." And I'm like, "There's like, he's like, no one plays Rezzers in our meta right now." There's a couple of guys who play them, but they're like newer and they're not, you know, they don't really know what's going on yet. So it's like, and it's like the one guy he just plays Karai, so it's you know, not terribly useful. Joe was talking about situation. He's like, "Oh man, Rezzers are like my, they're like the the rehab." You you go away from Rezzers, and then you go back to Rezzers just for just for one game, you know, just for one game, and then you know three months later you're just playing Rezzers again. <laughs> yeah. No, I so I'm 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 he was talking about how he wanted someone to play. I'm like, oh well, too late. I already repacked my bag. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it for the campaign though. Yeah, that might be. Tell, tell that guy I'm sorry then. <laughs> uh, he's all right. All right. He's got there. There are some strong Rezzer players in that meta. They've just moved on to other projects that. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's That's yeah. Fine. And then he, uh, you know, he's fine. He he did like finish third in the avatars at Gen Con, so I think we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's a bad player, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it was. Uh, so I was up there yesterday, and I played Pandora. I was up there the week before on a Sunday and played Pandora. So two games with her. That was exciting. Uh, the first one was against Josh, who's been in and out of the game up there. He uh, he plays a lot of different games, so he bounces around, you know. 
but yeah. he's he was up there and he had like some other game he was trying to play, but no one was there for that. And I'm like, well, I brought my models. I was hoping to play board games, but no one was there yet, so we just played a game real quick. Uh, he brought Terra versus Pandora. Man, all of our games are gonna be versus Terra today. <laughs> I had one that not against Terra, but I had it two was, that were uh, against Terra. <laughs> I found out that uh, Pandora has a really strong game against Terra. Because she can control activations and really mess with her getting the free. Oh, yeah. I think he didn't get it. He got it, like, the first turn, and that was it. Huh. Because you throw you throw whatever that... Um, yeah. Insight. Oh, yeah. Uh, mood Insight, swings. That's the yeah. one, yeah. You give him the mood swings, and then you make him activate first. Or make something else activate first. It's just a, it's a really powerful ability. I was impressed with it in both games quite a bit. Just I would being, agree with you, just because of how bad Candy is. Oh, yeah. That was the second game that I got that working fully. But, uh, no, it was uh, really good. I really controlled the pace of the game. He had one big mistake where he, he uh, didn't take Murder Protégé, even though I had Teddy, which Murder Protégé and Teddy Well, and it's And he's not that hard to kill. Uh, he had Killjoy and Bet in his list, which was he had the Terra with Killjoy and Bet. Oh, the double the double Terra bomb. <laughs> so that was rough. So he uh, turn one, he popped Killjoy out and just murdered my Teddy. It's like there's three points. Yeah, but I thought I assumed he had it, but he didn't. And then because I had taken it on Killjoy, so I was all right with it. I was like, I'll just kill Killjoy right back. Which I did, but uh, <laughs> he didn't take it. He took something else. So, uh, on accident, I guess he grabbed the wrong scheme and didn't want to change because it was like, oh, being like, oh, I meant to take murder protege after you murder the model is pretty <laughs> shady. He was like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, I killed Killjoy. Bet popped up. I paralyzed Bet with uh, Pandora's upgrade, but then proceeded to kill her by doing one more, da- like, the the damage from losing a willpower to have killed her, so I was like, oh. I'm sorry, oh yeah. Oops. <laughs> so she buried and got to pop back up later, but... Yeah, it was a really crazy game. Oh. As you'd imagine. I gotta drop um, something in real quick. It's something that right, I meant to talk about. I do remember talking about my uh, Molly versus Ironsides game, because I remember forgetting to say something that was super important. Okay. Um, there was a there was a, a tech that happened to me during one of those games. Let me see if I can find it. It was uh, Ironsides or someone in Ironsides. I think it's probably the captain had uh, something that made it so that casting actions were were dropped to a negative twist. Nice. And uh, oh, it's in my book. But but essentially, what happened was she captain came up, killed. Uh, Bet Noir, but after he he had already dropped his uh, casting inside of this area or negative twists. Yeah. So he goes up and he beats the crap out of Bet Noir, and Bet Noir is like, "I'm gonna take one with the knight. You're at a negative twist." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so That's even good. if you've been sandbagging that ten the whole game, you don't get to cheat it. Yeah, it's oh, like man. my favorite with Cassandra is you put up Southern Charm and then walk away. Yeah. Yep. Put him at a negative for the disengaging. It's always good. Uh, 
Yeah, no, uh, so that was a game against Josh. Uh, we played, it was, I want to say it was Turf War. I ended up killing pretty much everything on his team. He had brought one dead Doxy and three Bells. I, I wasn't really sure. What, yeah, I wasn't, but once I killed Kildray, I was like, I didn't know what he was doing really after that. You know? Sure. So I'm afraid of that, but I had a like a doppelganger and candy and a Waldegeist. And it was just like, uh, I'm not worried about any of this on your side. And then I had Assassinate on Terra, so once I started doing some damage, she just ran away, and it was like, all right, uh, I guess I'll just take Turf War, and I won by a couple points, and yeah, he hadn't played in a while, so I think he just wasn't sure what to do, like, uh, yeah. once I got rid of Killjoy. But uh, it was fun. Killjoy, I don't know. I, I don't play a lot of Killjoy, and I think the reason is because it... It feels like you put Killjoy in the face of the opponent, and they either deal with they can either deal with it or they can't. And if they can deal with it, then you're out 11 points. And if they can't deal with it, then you've won the game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much experience with him, but that's kind of how I felt when I've played against him. I've never used him, but I, you know, he always pops up like right when you don't want him to, and you just have to like get rid of him as soon as you can. Yeah, the nice thing about well, Pandora can really deal with him, because especially I bring the... I In the, my game at Gen Con, I played against uh, John, and he brought the upgrade that gives you a trigger to paralyze stuff instead of doing damage on the self-harm or whatever. And that was, like, it was just made things so much easier, because I just paralyzed him. Like, I did, did hit, hit him twice and then paralyzed him. And, yeah, hit him for minimum four on his own attack. He was pretty much dead already, and then just baby Kate came over and finished him off, so. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those ones where if you can deal with him, you're getting huge upswing, Yeah. yeah. and if you can't, you're getting brutalized, so. Exactly. Like, I played I played a game against Dan where I was playing Karai, I think this was maybe game one or game two, and he was playing Terra, and he's like, oh, here's Killjoy turn one, good luck. And I didn't have enough damage to be able to put him down before he just ripped through all of my raw material to be able to summon, to be able to get out and do anything. And it's like, well, I'll just use my uh, Void Wretches here to go and run every scheme I need to do and let you deal with Killjoy. Oh, Killjoy just activate. He's going to go ahead and kill your Gaki. He's back on full wounds. Uh, it was really, really rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, like, uh, similar to Nakima where you just got to grab it, put it down, and get it off the table, and you're good. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, so that was the game against Josh. That was my first game with Pandora. I feel like I missed I missed a bunch of pushes that I should have been doing just because I wasn't thinking about stuff. Like with the, her uh, winning willpower duels. Yeah. Just wasn't comfortable with it. I didn't bring any. She, she will make everything into a willpower duel. So if, yeah. you, if you win any duel, you should check to see if it's a willpower duel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agreed. That's what I was learning in the second game. I picked up on those a lot more. I mean, I was using it. I just wasn't using it like as much as I could have. And just Insight is really good against Terra. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first game. So that was cool. 
My uh, first game this week was against Chris, who has been my uh, opponent for a while uh, over the summer. He basically went into a, a, a different work pattern over the summer, so he was able to start coming to Friday nights. But interestingly enough, this game was against Chris at uh, a new Portland game store called the Portland Game Store. Uh, they're on North Side on Killingsworth. They also serve beer, so we not have we don't have one game store that serves beer. We have two. Uh, one of them is in southeast. One of them is northeast, and uh, they all exist. Uh, they're like uh, in in optimal traffic. They're like ten minutes away from each other, which is a little weird. Well, no, it's a little odd because it feels like. They're sort of in the same bubble, you know. People will be sort of pulled between them, and both of their businesses will be split. But yeah. what we're looking at it from is it's a it's another store that we can do events at, and it looks like they've already got a pretty decent following, which is great. Um, and it's just you know, if Guardians is too busy, we can go there. If people don't want to have to drive through downtown to get there, they can go there. If they can't play on Friday, then I think they're starting up games there on Tuesday nights. So it sounds like. Essentially, we're just going to get more games in on more nights, which is going to allow for more people to play the game that we love. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like R.I.W. and Pandemonium are really not that far apart. It's a ton yeah, of it's true. And they've existed, you know, in the same places roughly for, I don't know how long Pandemonium's around, but a long time. A long time, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I, I imagine it's just a matter of they have they build their own markets. And true. It works Fair out. Point. I mean, it's it's a city. It's not like it's in the middle of nowhere. You know? <laughs> that is true. Like if this was in my hometown, Red River, then like why? Why we already have one. <laughs> one of you didn't think this through, or you're. It's like to cut them. It's like American <laughs> and uh, Lafayette. Yeah. Just yeah. Like that. It is exactly like that. Yeah. Slightly different feel. Uh, so we uh, different mustard is the answer. Uh, so. <laughs> And toast, slightly toasted buns, I think. Yeah. One has better snap, one has better mustard. We really want to talk about this. I, I can... Welcome to Mistakes Were Made, the Detroit Coney Dog Podcast. Uh, I, last year, I, I mean, I went, made my first trip to Dooley's, and I got to say, it's it's very choice. So. Dooley's what? Dooley's, it's Coney Island. Is it better Coney? American? Are you, uh, I like it. Are you purloining I was, the... I was pretty drunk when I was there, though, so that might have helped. I mean, that's... I mean, if you're that's the perfect time to get a cone. Yeah. yeah. When, you, when you go there. Oh, yeah. There's not much other reason. So, anyway. Uh, the game against Chris at, at Portland Game Store <laughs> was Ophelia versus... Me playing Ophelia. This was game four with Ophelia versus Terra. No, versus Arcanist Ironsides. Tara was later. That was against Justin. Sorry, I'm getting a little confused. So, uh, it was... I think it was Turf War. I'm pretty sure it was Turf War. Uh, I took Frame for Murder on Maris. He took Frame for Murder on Howard Langston. I took Assassinate on... Um, uh, on Ironsides, of course. And he took... Because I knew she was going to get close, and I was hoping I could just stab her right in the face... Problem was she has hard to kill, which I forgot. Um, and she, and he took oh I have it written down. Hold on. He had. Uh, I 
to unframe for murder, uh, assassinate, uh, plant explosives. He, he used, um, he placed a scheme marker, and then he, well, with someone, I think Howard maybe, uh, and then he used, oh no, what he did, he used, okay, it was actually pretty brilliant. He used Angelica with um, Practice Productions, which, by the way, is probably the best seven stones you're going to spend in Arcanists right now. And he used one action. He, he started his turn. He uh, placed a scheme marker in base-to-base with a friendly model, and then he used a one action to place a scheme marker right next to himself, right next to Angelica. And then at the end of the turn, that one goes away. And the one that he placed downfield next to anyone is still there. So he placed one next to Ironsides, and then Ironsides sat there and went, you looking at me? All right, come here. I'll take the trigger. You looking at me? All right, come here. Take the trigger. Uh, so he was able to pull, like, five people in to Ironsides, who has combat seven, positive twist to disengaging strikes. Jeez. Yeah. I... Tried my damnedest to get out of there, but he got full points for plant explosives. It was it was brutal. Uh, I did a lot of really good killing that game. Essentially, I kept sort of skirting in and out of these woods, um, using my uh, uh, slot polish to keep everyone healed up. It was it was really cool because they would go down to three or four wounds, and then you know I think I had a philia. I've been running a philia with uh, quality mesh liquor a lot. So that if she doesn't need to kill something right at that moment, she can like focus and shoot something, and then turn around and give someone a one, two, three, and then the slot pop is coming and give them another one, and then like it was, it was, it ended up being pretty. Like I, I'm really happy with her ability to. Oh, I'll use a zero action to push someone. I'll use another one action to heal someone. I'll use two actions to try and kill someone. It, it felt like she had a lot of flexibility with that. What did um, what did the rest of your list look like? Uh, it was well, basically. I think I had. Um, I didn't. Take oh did I take Gracie that one is that the one I took Gracie on I think I took Bert and Gracie I took with Gracie had saddle Bert had dirty cheater I had Frank with dirty cheater I had two slop haulers and I had Maris okay and I had two kin young two haulers two slop haulers yeah alright two sl look the the thing that I'm learning about slop haulers is they're not just for healing no they're not because but if you if you need to heal but you only need to heal a little bit, and you're already in good position, then I will take a slop holler. I'll go reckless anyway. I'll take a ranged attack against someone, see if I can't get someone down a little bit of damage and drop them to defense four. And if I can get it on the first hit, good. I'll use my two action to heal everyone around me. And if I can't, then that slop holler may be thinking about charging and doing two attacks with uh, their slop bucket. Yeah. Um, because... They're great, and they've got good defense, and they've got squeal. And if they can get in there and make someone who needs to die defense four before Frank or Ophelia just unloads on them, it it makes it a lot stronger. Yeah, yes. no, definitely. Um, the the really nice thing is that uh, the shooting attack from them uh, it's got a it flashes on a moderate, not just on severe, so like yeah. you can really sneak in that blast and bring everyone down to it. Well, if you know four. you need to get a bunch of people to defense four, like yeah. say you're playing Wong, yep. uh, you can potentially reckless, focus, focus, one shot, and then cheat a red joker or whatever and do just a crap load of damage and defense four to a large swath of models. 
and then he comes in and blows everyone out. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've been running double slot followers. It, it's partly because I like the model and I like the healing and I like the utility of being able to drop defense, but it's mostly because my gremlin model selection is relatively low. Uh, if I had dropped him out for five to drop five stones out, I could have taken uh, more upgrades, another youngin. Um, I think I could have taken Raimi and dropped a couple stones. Or dropped a youngin and a slot poller for Raimi, but the board was pretty tight. tight. Okay. To try yeah, cool. and shoot. Yeah, just curious. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, with the lower model count. I mean, they're good models. It's just yeah, when you have, if they have, there's other options that are also good. <clears throat> yeah. So, but no. Uh, he was able to lock down two for. Um, he, he had Howard Langston kill. He, his Ironside killed my, um, oh man, my frame for murder target. I killed yeah. his frame for murder target with Bert, who's an enforcer. Yeah. So I only so. gave up two for that. Nice. And then I got full points for assassinate, and he got full points for plant explosives, and then he killed everything with I think a gunsmith. Just shooting and and taking experimental damage. Uh, oh no, I think he had. I think this is the one time he ran exporter. No, he always ran exporter. This is the one time he ran gunsmith. Sorry, I played three games with him back to back, man. Um, so uh, he he just killed everything except for I think Ophelia and my youngins, basically. And uh, I didn't have enough to score my last turn of tier four, so I think it came down nine eight. Or nine nine, depending on the turn. So it was either a nine nine tie or a nine eight loss, uh, because I think that it's store closed down. <laughs> nice. All right. So you had one more game with Ophelia at that point. I had one game left to go with Ophelia, and I had one game left to go with Molly. Cool. Before I got into just ten thunders cruise. Nice. All right. Do you want to talk about your other Ophelia game right now? Or sure, yeah. Do you feel like it's uh, going to get even more confusing? That's fine. No, no, this is going to be fine. Uh, I played a game against Justin. He was playing as Terra. This was on Friday at Guardian Games. Um, I, I played Ophelia first because I was super interested in playing Ophelia, and I think I didn't bring my book that had the Rezzer cards in it. So I was like, well, maybe I'll just play a game with Ophelia and then see what's up. Maybe I'll play another game with brewery or something if I get a second game in. I don't even know. Uh, and I, it was Reconnoiter with Vendetta and I took uh, Murder Protege on a Dead Rider and uh, he took oh no, it was Line of the Sand. I took Line of the Sand, he took Line of the Sand. I took Vendetta with a bell, one of my rotten bells, to his um, uh, uh, one of the death marshals. With the plan of just saying, all right, the bell's going to multi-lure the death marshal in, and then I'll have Frank. Oh, no, I'm thinking of my Molly game. Damn it. Yes, go ahead. Move on. I'll come back to it. You want me to like, uh, talk about my second game of Pandora? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you can get your head straight. Yes, please. That'd be great. Right. 
So I played uh, yesterday versus Joe, and I was playing Pandora, my second game with her. I brought a much different, uh, very different list. So I didn't think I went over my first list, but it was very much uh, Candy. It was a really high uh, elite list with Teddy, Candy, Cade, a doppelganger, and a Waldegeist. It was uh, it was in the game or in the pool, so I didn't want to go with a ton of minions. So I brought the one Waldegeist. I also brought Primordial Magic, but uh, that was mainly for the card draw and just to hide in a corner. So. Uh, that was the first game, and then this game versus Joe, I brought some other stuff that I like. I brought the Widow Weaver, which I got and assembled this week. I brought my Barbaros, which I had brought and assembled this week, or made this week out of Through the Breach stuff. And then I uh, had with that some other models, like the Doppelganger and the Primordial Magic again, because I liked that a lot, and Candy. What else did I have? Oh, I brought one Sorrow, which I ended up liking, actually. I was surprised by it. I didn't really rate them very highly, but it seemed like it would be worth trying, and I came in handy, did some fun stuff, jumping around in the things. So that was good. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this was against Joe, who brought Neverborn as well. He brought Lilith in this game. We were playing Guard the Stash. That was our uh, strategy. He brought Lilith. He brought a bunch of the new stuff. Uh, so Dr. Grimwell and Nurse Heartsbane. He was trying them out with her. Or no, he brought Zoraida. That, that's right. Yeah, Zoraida. Never mind. Not Lilith. Uh, and Tannen. And two Waldegeists and Tuco. So he had a lot of From the Shadows. We were in corners, so the Waldegeists were doing Line in the Sand, or one of them was. And it really just became like a bloodbath, so it was pretty brutal. Pandora moved up with Barbaros and killed the Waldegeist turn one or two, killed Tannin, killed the Doctor. It was very brutal. Uh, managed to get all four points for Guard the Stash. He got denied uh, all but one, I think, for Guard the Stash. We went to turn six. I was having trouble getting breakthrough. I didn't realize how slow the Primordial Magic is, so it was a matter of barely getting up there with him. You guys there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're just being very just quiet. All right. I, I muted so I could type. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm listening to you. Yeah, that's the longest I went without Rudy interrupting me. So. That's right. <laughs> I'll try harder in the future. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a second game with her. I got a lot of... I. This is when I started to really get the pushes and insight and take advantage of it. Candy paralyzed the nurse Heartsbane, I think, one or one turn and then murdered her the next turn before she could activate. Nice. The, mood, the insight really came in handy because I could control tempo, like, I could incite the nurse, I could activate something on the other side of the board first if I won initiative with my doppelganger, well, I, with doppelganger I was a lot, and then once I won initiative, once I, I'd waste an activation over there, he'd have to activate her paralyzed, and then I could activate something else on the other side of the board, or, you know, whatever I wanted, and it just, it, the control of the tempo of the game is just crazy with that. 
Especially with Candy being able to get you the free Paralyze by making yeah, an activate. Super nasty. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, it's very good. Uh, the Doppelganger did a ton of work to help me kill Tuco. Widow Weaver tied up the Doctor for quite a while and was annoying to Tuco also. I, th- I probably could have killed the Doctor if I would have focused on that, but instead I paralyzed him because we were doing Cursed Object. It was a very interactive. It was Cursed Object, Distract, Breakthrough was the pool. Uh, I don't remember what the other one was, but I don't think either of us took it, so it didn't end up mattering. It was, it was Bodyguard, but yeah, neither of us took it. So we uh, were pushing along. I had a huge advantage just on model count. I was doing a lot more damage than him. Uh, got ahead, but then he was sort of crawling back with Zoraida. I... Uh, but at the, in the end, it was just uh, too much for him. I had too many models left on the table. I could push up far enough to get a, a breakthrough with a turn six. I only had one marker on turn five. Like I said, like I, said I miss uh, was misinformed about how fast the Primordial Magic is, and he was slowly wa- wandering over. <laughs> What's want, its walk? It's walk four, I want to say. Oh, yeah, that's... It is incorporeal, which is nice, but it was corners, and I stopped a couple turns because Heartsbane was right there and I didn't want to move him up and get murdered. So he was like casting Nullify and stuff for a turn or two. So, But I assumed he'd be able to get over there and I was like, oh wait, no, you're not quick at all. <laughs> and it's corners, so he just sort of turn six, he managed to get in there, so that was good. Uh, Joe had a really good play against my doppelganger on turn five that actually was what really switched it where he had he well it wasn't it wasn't that out of the ordinary but he just like realized what the best way to deny points was to make the doppelganger walk backwards six inches so that was handy for him <laughs> right it has all sorts of tricks like that uh, and probably put bewitch on her first so he can get cards no he'd put bewitch on barbaros that was that was fun <laughs> that's also a good choice because he's got nimble and just relatively yeah. slow if we can't take walk actions. Yeah. Yeah. I was already engaged with the voodoo doll. So and hemmed, so I just said, Well, I'll just take six wounds. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I did the black blood, blood uh reverberation <laughs> nice. uh, to get to get rid of the voodoo doll and then uh that let me move over and try and get up, but I didn't I didn't actually get to get him to drop a breakthrough marker. For some reason, uh, and then on turn six, I ended up actually killing my own Barbaros just to uh, deny a cursed object point. So it was a good game. I felt like I was getting a little bit of a hang on Pandora. I feel like I'm in that place where I'm like, I've got a thing that I know how to do and I like that works, and I'm gonna just get stuck in it because I do that a lot with Masters. I'm like, oh, I've got my one thing. I know how it works. I'm just gonna do that. And then never actually learn how to play Master. Do it well, yeah. Yeah, like I do that a lot. <laughs> All right, I've got my Ophelia versus Terra sorted. Okay. Unless, do you have anything else you want to say about Pandora before we? No. What are you gonna try with her next? Do you think? Like, yeah. are you gonna try and branch out for anything? Yeah, I should. Have you thrown? Have you thought about throwing Iggy? No. I like the idea of Iggy with him because he's one, he's got insight, so he's got to be extra, extra insight for more control. Yeah. Also, his I think his burning is willpower based. I, it's on, I think that's right, but I'm not sure. I don't have the so, cards with him. So if you can oh, make yeah. something 
be burning and also take damage from taking willpower duels. Yeah, that's not a terrible idea. I, I it's one of those things where I haven't played everyone in a while, and the master I was playing before is so different than Pandora, where it's like, you know, Lynch, who's very much, you know, about brilliance and is eliminated and stuff, and Zoraida, who's, Zoraida, who's very much doesn't really care what the other team's doing. She's gonna do her own thing. Yeah, and do it well. Uh, yeah, Pandora is very different because I think just like what you were saying about controlling the tempo of the game like helps you out much more than like you know you don't have to worry about that with like a lot of other masters but like when you're controlling it like it's yeah it's so game good. changing yeah yeah it, it really turn made turn three and four just brutal for Joe I think that it was it ended up being like a ten to four win just because he couldn't get uh, any points for the strat Dang. at that point. He got full for line in the sand just because a Waldegeist managed to kill my sorrow or at least get away from him long enough to drop two more markers. The Waldegeist are super annoying with forests. Oh, man. Because there's like, there already forests on the table? Like, at one point, yeah, there was forest on the table. At one point, I was like, he had one and he walked away from it, and I was like, well, I'm, I could try and disengage with my sorrow, but I'm like, oh, except that I my walk is less than your engagement range. <laughs> So I can't even can't even walk out of engagement. I should have walked over to that marker though to, to flip it on turn six, but I didn't think about it at the time. But no, it was a good game. Uh, always fun to play against Joe. We had a couple of new guys up at the shop, so that was nice. Uh, so yeah, cool. Looking forward to going up again. All right, you want to talk about Ophelia and Molly and Ironsides? All at the same time, yes. No, all Terra. Terra and Ironsides and Molly. Uh, so oh. my, my game against Terra with Ophelia. Uh, I remember using Frank to kill Terra so that I wouldn't have to worry about through the hole. That was very important. Um, because I remember essentially deploying everybody going left and then Terra sort of juked right. And I used Ophelia to move, focus and shoot something, and then zero action push uh, Frank over into engagement with her. And then he activated and just started going hog wild on her. But that was, I think, midway through the game. Um, I used Maris to deliver the message to uh, Tara. I'd forgotten about announcing it, but it's fine because I didn't really want to announce it anyway. Essentially, in the pool, there was assassinate, spring the trap, and deliver the message all back to back. So lots of... Lots of interactive master things. And not needing to be uh, revealed. Exactly. And and Tara's really good at, if she knows where you want her to be, she cannot be there. Either through, you know, someone dropping her into the ground by taking a berry test or using Eternal Journey or just taking her two activations per turn to be like, oh, first activation, I'll get way the fuck out of Dodge. Second activation, I'll go ahead and move back in. Um, but... Uh, essentially, I, I caught a really lucky mass against, mask against a, um, a bishop, and Mara sort of pushed away on a squeal or something. Or maybe I used... I think I used Ophelia to push her out, and then, and then she activated, went reckless, moved, and delivered. So I got two points to deliver the message, I think, on round two or round three. Um, fingers. I ran fingers. Nice. 
because essentially what I wanted to do was do Line in the Sand. And I knew that I could use Maris's zero action to drop ski markers and his ability to drop ski markers um, and drop Chatty to sort of disrupt anything that's going on. And so what ended up happening was Maris ended up dropping two ski markers herself and Fingers turned two of his Line in the Sand ski markers into two of my Line in the Sand ski markers. And then he also was hovering over the top of his scheme dropper, so he couldn't drop it anymore because of Chatty. Also, on his way to there, his Chatty bubble basically covered all of my models, so I denied Distract for the first three turns, because that was his other one, was Distract. Uh, And I think I ended up going four... No, I think we tied for Reconnoiter for the first round, for the first scoreable round, round two. So I think I got three for Reconnoiter, three for Line in the Sand, and two for Delivered Message for a total of eight. Um, he went two for Recon because we tie, we both had two quarters for two of the turns, and then I just started wiping him out. Uh, he didn't get any points for Distracts because at one point in time he had Distract on two things, and I was like, okay, so either I need to kill the Nothing Beast and get free of the engagement so that Maris can take her walk duel, or... If I can't do that, then Maris will activate, go reckless for her last wound, and die. Um, yeah. So, I, so I had a way around giving him a point for for uh, distract either way. And uh, and by basic, I think he may have gotten one for line in the sand because he had a scheme runner on the other side of the board. No, I. Yes, yes, that is what happened. Correct. Awesome. I'm thinking about uh, the other game again. <laughs> Fingers is really great in the right games. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so for that one, I don't think of, I couldn't think of anyone else to run. Partly because, it, again, model, my model choices are low. Right. But it, it sounds like it paid off, though. A ton. Oh yeah. Like, well, he 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 was like a prime denial piece, and also scored a bunch of points for Land of the Sand. And even if he wasn't running Land of the Sand, I could just run him along, and he's got Don't Mind Me. I can score points for it no matter what. It was. Very good. It's very solid. Fingers is one that I'm very interested in having. <laughs> I, I love him a lot. He's really great. Super rad. He's, he's very yeah. polarizing, actually. A lot of people are like, I had a big damage. conversation about him uh, because it's like if anyone tries to engage him, he can't get away and he can't kill anybody. And I was like, right, but sometimes all you really need him to do is be there. He's like, well, then I'll just kill him. I'm like, yeah, but they have to spend AP killing has, fingers. Well, They're not has, spending AP killing anything else. He has loud as squeal, too, just like Summer does. So, like, he's yeah. pushing him out. Like, you keep really one high mask, and you're the fuck out of there. Or a low mask. It doesn't matter. You can yeah, it's high squeals. Yeah, loud as squeal. It doesn't matter. It's if, after if, resolving, yeah. It's after resolving. Like, he's really... He can get away. He's super fast. Like... Yeah, I had a conversation about it's. It was about the campaign stuff. I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to like run fingers, and everybody. I just got like, kind of. No, I think I think. Yeah. Here's the thing. A lot of people view the beginning of a campaign uh, as hardcore. It's like, oh, you need to take the the 35 stones worth of models that are going to kill everything. It's like, no. When you're playing low stone games, you want efficient models. Model a few models that are good at killing. Yeah. A few models that are great at doing schemes. Yeah. Because if you're running five models and you're trying to do line that sand, unless you got Krulikins, good luck. Yeah. Well, and then, too, another thing is that, like, you can... If 
even if he isn't your your big hitter piece, and you do have a big hitter piece, he can go reckless and make that hitter heal three times. Yeah. Like, he's really good. Even if he's not doing scheme stuff, like, you can have him sitting with his chatty bubble. If he's not removing scheme markers, he can just heal things. And like, let's say let's say you're doing a, a brewmaster type crew and you want to I see this is a conversation you and I had a while ago about whether or not you want to take a drinking problem. Yeah, on brewmaster or fingers. <laughs> on fingers. I think it's yeah. best on fingers. Because if you if you are playing a ten thunder screw and you bring, say, a whiskey golem, and the whiskey golem's going down because he's got defense for something stupid like that, uh, then fingers can you know, reckless and heal him twice, both of them at a positive twist, without duel. You know, uh, and that's not, not just. No, it's not a positive twist. It's a it's double that healing. Oh, it's double healing value. Wow. Yeah. So you can turn a six in your hand into four health. Yeah. Nope. That's good. That's real it's good. Very, it's very good. So that's what I need is a through the breach gremlins box. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Through Bayou Born, Through the Breach, Multipose. Oh. Yeah, okay. no, I think we were talking about that on Twitter a while or ago or something. Like, I was asking about when that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> when they come out with a Bayou book, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they said after the after the Reser book. It was on Twitter. Somebody it's going to be a while, but so, it'll, yeah, eventually. It's be as, long as, they keep, as long as they keep selling them, those kits are just so good. Yeah, value. they're super cool. Yeah, uh, especially from a Malifaux proxying perspective, because they're all 100% weird model, and you can basically yeah, do what you need to do. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, quick shout-out break here to the Secret Weapon Sapphire Wash. It's awesome. <laughs> Is that what you're using on your models right now? Yes, it makes the Widow Weaver look so good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Quick shout-out to the Valedictorian. Way to be a pain in the butt to build. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So uh, you had another game, Rudy? My last was... game was basically the same game. It was, it was uh, except I was playing Molly. It was Molly versus Terra. Um, I ended up playing Molly, Horror Molly, because he had all the, the students. Don't scratch on my chair. No. Get out of here. <laughs> Claire, am I right? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh man, what was I saying? <laughs> that you brought Horror Molly because you could I brought play Horror with Molly more. because he had the students and I I brought, I didn't bring any spirits because I basically had gotten rid of my residues because I wasn't looking to play them anymore. I was like, I'll get rid of my, my gremlin bloody bed. And so I was talking to Justin about it. I was like, I don't know if I can play residues tonight. And he's like, oh, I got all of everything you need. I was like, aren't you playing... Terra, don't you want to be able to summon horrors? And he's like, oh, no, I'll play Outcast. Okay. So he brought Bishop in a strong arm suit. Oh, Bishop in a... Bishop in a strong arm suit? Bishop in something. He brought Bishop and Terra and not Karina and a bunch of stuff. And essentially, the game ended up going down very similar. I had Murder Protege on the Dead Rider. Um, he had Protect Territory. I had... Protect territory also. Knock it off. And uh, I used... Or I had Breakthrough. And I used my Necropunks to get in for Breakthrough. I used... Um, Molly and a summoned... Um, punk Zombie or two. To just keep the, 
the Dead Rider tied up, and he had his armor or whatever, but I just kept hitting him with the um, with the revelations over and over again. And it's like, I'm going to use Whispered Secret, you're under negative twist to defense. And I'm just going to, or negative twist to everything, or whatever it is. Yeah. And then I'm just going to keep hammering away at you with my revelations until you're dead. And so I ended up getting full points for that and full points for the other thing. Um, Molly eventually... Uh, no, he had Murder Protégé on, on uh, Sybil. Okay. He could have chosen between Sybil or Bet. He should have chosen yeah, Bet because... Eight. Well, he was he should have chosen Bet because he was playing Terra. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> if he buries Bet and then the... The Void yep. Watchers just take a turn biting her. <laughs> yeah, she only has four wounds. So. Oh, she did. Uh, and I can't take a moment tonight if she's already buried. So yeah, that would be uh, Actually, what ended up happening was she got bit, and I think I flipped a red joker, or a black joker, on my Wolf tonight anyway, and so she just straight died. Oh. Um, but not, after, not, not before she uh, flurried on, I think, uh, something else that was big and scary. Um, I don't remember the... Uh, I remember using my necropunk or my punk zombies at the end of the game to sort of rush around and kill his uh, protect territory things. Um, I, ju I just I don't think he had anything at the end of the game. He had killed uh, Sybil on turn four for full points for that, but he hadn't gotten hardly anything for the strategy. And I had gotten full points for both of my schemes and uh, locked down at least a few of the... That was the one that was Reckoning. I locked down a few of the Reckoning ones and then just sort of cleaned up everything else so he couldn't. He could not score points anymore. And he couldn't get either of his schemes at the end of the game. So it's like, well, I guess that's turn five. Uh, good game. He's real brand new to Terra. And, I, and that was game five for Molly and for Ophelia. And I had not seen either of those crews work as well as I had had them working that night. So it was really, it was really nice to see progress in the strategies and, and playing of both of those crews. Um, I'm, I still think I'm going to move away from Molly, not because I don't like the way she and Kara play, but because the amount of investment into the faction I would need to be able to play them in the varying styles that they need is too much for my uh, bag and too much for my wallet. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm still moving out of Rezzers. I'll probably keep some McMorning stuff, like I said before. But um, if I yeah. if I were to give up a faction, Green is gonna be the easiest for me to drop out of. Yeah. But cool. it was a, it was a good experiment. I know what to look out for when I'm playing Molly. The the scariest thing a Molly player can do to you if, is is you get bunched up. Molly activates. She summons a punk zombie. She's zero actions to give that punk zombie um, slice and dice. <laughs> then she zero actions to reactivate the punk zombie, and then she activates the punk zombie, and he slice and dices again. And then he's got another full activation. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. Gross. Don't clump up against Molly, unless Don't. I'm playing Molly, and then do it. <laughs> if you are playing a, a crew that is good at being a death ball, stretch that death ball as big as you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> because even if you're, if you're playing Hoffman and you see Molly on the table, grab one construct, and that's your boy. You keep him up, you make him do all the damage, you let everybody else spread themselves to the wind. F it. It's not <laughs> worth it. 
<laughs> yeah. I miss her. I'm going to play Molly again eventually, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Just so that was it. Throw that out there. A, is that games? Yeah. I think so. So, uh, overview. My my game is played left is that I'm at 95% with five to go. Uh, I've got three games with Lynch, two games with Brewmaster, which means technically I've got two to go in Gremlins and three to go in Neverborn, but really it means I have five to go in Ten Thunders. Yeah, I don't have that open, so I'm just not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I have a lot of games left. Uh, uh, if I, I was uh, doing five, I'd be almost done. So <laughs> I um, only play one faction, so... Yeah, I feel like <laughs> and should probably have to buy at least one other faction if he's going to be on the show. Do you well, know, here's what he's here's my plan, though. <laughs> I want to branch into Ten Thunders. <laughs> oh, perfect, yeah. Welcome to Mistakes Were Made, a Ten Thunders. <clears throat> I'm not playing Ten Thunders. Misaki. Am I, you replaced me? <laughs> I, I, I own three Ten Thunders. I'm not playing them currently, though. That's true. <laughs> it's funny because we both we both have Ten Thunders Masters, and for a long time it's like, yeah, I have Ten Thunders Masters, but I'm never gonna play Ten Thunders. Never gonna play Ten Thunders. And I'm like, I am so pumped up to play Ten Thunders. And they started bringing out more models for them. I think part of that was just like, I have the yeah. box, and there's no minions. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. Well, hunt and then down it's like slowly like, but surely, I I realized, oh, I've got Mayfang. Oh, I want Brewmaster. Oh, I have Lucas McCabe. Oh, I want. Lynch. Oh, I own four out of the seven masters. Yep, exactly. And then the other slippery slope that I was talking to Joe about today, I was like, oh man, Sensei you look so good. Oh man, these High River Monks, they look really good. Yeah. I don't think I'd play uh, Shenlong though. Wait a minute, that's what Shenlong does? Oh no, I think I'm a Shenlong player. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the box yet though. So. And that's how they get you. No, you're right. I don't. I'm. I. I am anxiously hoping that they have the uh, um, the Shenlong box for Black Friday, and then I'll yeah. try and get it for a Christmas present. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be my my quickest route to to the Shenlong. Yeah. It's. I'm. I'm bummed. I missed all the Gen Con stuff. But it's weird. The only reason I want the box sets. Uh, like the the new Gremlin box sets, I want Trixie out of the Ma box. I don't really mm-hmm. want, Ma. and I want, you know, I don't. I want to play Ulix, but I want Old Major out of the Ulix box. Yep. I want that anything yep. else. And you want so, Montaroja out of the Ulix box. And I want, yeah, I want Montaroja out of yeah. the Wonk box. They so. did a really good job of spreading out really good models through all of the faction yeah. boxes. But you know, um, I really would like lightning bugs too. So like, if I do have to in in lovely assistant, I don't have lovely assistant either. But I do have Wong. So like, I, I don't have anything in that box. But like, everything in that box, I would use. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about oh, the thing about Trixie Bell, mm-hmm. I ended up just using one of my because I only ever really run to Young Lacroix. Don't stretch my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I only ever run. To, <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I only ever run two youngins, and so I turned the female youngin from the plastic box that has the gun that's exploding her backwards. I reposed her so it looks like she's blowing the brains out of an ice cannon, 
And uh, now whenever I want to play Trixie Bell, I just call her Trixie Bell. Yeah. Um, and That's I make sure I take a, a gun for the lady. Um, okay. Yeah, after lady. Yeah, I. That's what I've used in the past for Trixie as well. But I just like. I don't know. I don't like proxy. It's, it's a really pretty looking model too. Yeah. It looks. It looks kind of demented how sort of uber sexualized that model is. Yeah, it's. Yeah, she looks absolutely ridiculous. Very Daisy Duke. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was my other hobby stuff. I forgot to do was that I made a. Some proxy henchmen for Ten Thunders. So I made a Kang and a whatever, uh, the other guy. Oh, I remember seeing those. Severe, severe, yeah. <laughs> the other one. <Nice. laughs> another another topic, guy. Another topic we can gloss over quickly because it doesn't include Ken, but uh, Alan and I recently started up a uh, Through the Breach campaign with Joe, and it was a friggin' blast. And I highly encourage people, if you are of the role-playing nature... Um, try and get some friends to that together. Do a one shot. Maybe or get not. some. Or not. Or not. Yeah. Get in you're there. You're not a role. You're not a role playing person. I've oh, never. Yeah. This is my very first time playing a role playing game. Oh my gosh, his character nice. is hilarious. Uh, we got to we got to the end of the campaign day, and uh, Joe was like, because the each campaign sort of should focus on one character, and so it's like, well, next week we're going to be focusing on um, Al's character. We had seen wanted posters, posters for basically all <laughs> session. Like, uh, some guild guards came into a bar and was like, have you seen this guy? And we're like, no, don't know him. Uh, and then we're wandering around town, and there's a, a poster for his arrest. And then we're wandering out of some gremlin village, and some gremlin comes up and goes, hey, this is a picture of you. You're in trouble. <laughs> and so yeah. at the end of the game, I was like, okay, we just had a really nice fat payday. How much do you owe, and can we pay it off? And, and Joe turned to us and said, your compatriot owes uh, enough that were he back Earthside, he would be in debt the cost of one small country. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're not paying that off. <laughs> yeah. We're going to find a different solution. It'll be fun. That sounds fun. Um, I hope I don't I, die. <laughs> Yeah, in the, the second day of the campaign, <laughs> that would be a bummer. Um, yeah. I can actually um, talk a little bit about this. I um, I actually got a pretty good deal from uh, someone on Twitter who was getting rid of all of his Malifaux stuff. Um, he sent me both through the both the Fate Masters Almanac and the Fated Almanac, both multi part nice. kits, both decks, and the Fate Masters uh, screen or whatever. You uh, through the Breach deck. Yeah, I have two of them. What? Can I we have should, one? We should go hang out and play uh, games, Ken. I, I, I don't know about have one. But, you know, <laughs> can we talk about it? Talk about it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I got all of that stuff for, like, uh, a ridiculous deal. And I'm not going to let you know. I was um, really hoping the last thing you were going to say was the limited edition Hannah, but... No, no Hannah model. Um, but... Uh, I, uh, a lot of my friends out here, though, are the role-playing type and not the wargaming type, and I'm hoping maybe I can, like, run something and get them to branch out a little bit, but I am, I've been looking through the, reading the books, and it seems very cool. Well, I'd definitely be down to try it, so. Cool, cool, I will, I'll keep that in mind, yeah. so. Yeah, all of his friends are excited to just move to Seattle. Yeah. 
Not all of them. All the ones that are willing to run it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the ones that have experience RPGing all left. So it's me <laughs> and the two other guys who were like, yeah, we should try that. It sounds like fun. Yeah. I've, uh, <laughs> I've played in a lot of RPGs, but I've never ran one. But I would definitely be willing to try running this. I like how... Well, uh, and they make a really good... In- they they do they produce a ton of one-off and yeah, um, yeah little adventures campaign and stuff. adventures. Yeah. So like if you are new to to running games, they will walk their first one, which was what is it? Not the Penny Dreadful, but the wasn't it Penny Dreadful? It might no, they put might. one. They put one in a. Uh, in oh, was a, it the Defense of Innocence? Defense of Innocence. That's Defense the one. Defense of Innocence. Yeah. The Defense of Innocence is their first sort of campaign. Story and it it does do all of the the early Fate Master tips and tricks. Like yeah. if you need to try, if you have a if you have a character that doesn't feel like they're particularly hooked, use this to try and draw them into the game. If you need a random encounter, use this table to drop to drop a random encounter. Here, here are things that you can do to get people excited about your game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It will it will take you from one to sixty through their through that yeah. one campaign. Uh, it's it's real good stuff. Yeah, no, it, it it definitely sounds like fun. I've been digging it. Just I got the books originally for the fluff because I'm a big yeah. guy, and there's a lot in it. Oh man, I I read through all of the the history of Malifaux. That is some of the coolest stuff. Yeah, like the Necromancer War was so cool. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, just like in like the in depth founding of the guild and stuff. Yeah, I, I loved all of it. Very cool. Yeah, I, I finally picked up the book, so I haven't actually read it yet. But I just got the faded. I don't know what's in what, so we'll yeah. see. I'm start reading it. I'm looking forward to it. I had fun. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to... I, I, yeah. I flipped up my character super late, so I didn't... Like, it was a very last minute, so I didn't really, like put a ton of time into it. I think some of the other guys put more time and like I didn't even bother looking at the magic system and I'm like, I'm like disappointed now because it sounded like fun. But, <laughs> but no, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Sounds, sounds awesome. I hope uh, I hope it continues to be fun. Yeah. Alright. Uh, so that's the games and the through the breach. And what else do we want to talk about? Is it time for the lightning round? Oh yeah, we should have asked for questions too. That would have been smart. But. Oh, we could now. If you want, if you have questions for us, specifically Ken, we know he's new. If you have questions yeah. for us, uh, you can submit them ver- via the mwmpodcast.gmail.com at gmail.com or at mwmpodcast on Twitter. Yeah, or via the Podbean page. I think. I'm sure there's a way. Anyway. Anyway, uh, uh, go ahead, Rudy. Are you ready? Okay, so I flipped a uh, seven for deployment, which is standard. I flipped a Rams for uh, the. Oh, sorry, we're doing a lightning round. Uh, <laughs> we are we are basically stealing an idea from before we begin, where we flip wow. up a random set of schemes and strategies. And uh, we're gonna in our current given factions. I'm um, going to try and whip together a, a, a list for it. And I think that the Before We Begin, the, the, the reason that this is uh, different from a Before We Begin episode is that we're trying to do it in the amount of time you would have at a tournament. So 
they don't know what the schemes or strategies are. I flipped them just moments ago, so I haven't really thought about what I would take or what I, what I want uh, in the list. And the declared faction is going to be Arcanists, let's say, which I just made up also. Um, and so we have to make a list in, let's say, five or ten minutes, and then uh, we'll declare what and briefly speak about why. Uh, so it's basically a before we begin lightning round. Lightning round. There'll be a lightning effect, sound effect here. Maybe. Lightning. I don't know. It might just be me going. I think that's fine. I think it's funny. And really, yeah. it's a thunder effect. Lightning doesn't make noise. It really doesn't. Yeah. So, uh, our strategy today, we're going off the 2015 Gaining Grounds document, was a RAM, which means it is uh, extract. Headhunter? Nope, extract. Okay. All right. I will double check that, but I'm. I'm no, not, yeah, you're fine. I believe you. Uh, it's I, extract, and then our uh, schemes and strategies are, of course, line in the sand, uh, bodyguard, protect territory, outflank, and deliver a message. And I think that uh, because we're trying to do this in tournament time frame, we'll, I'll probably cut out the amount of time that we're going to talk about thinking right now uh, before we come back. And uh, pretend like this is a, a list that, or a, a scheme and strat flip that you would see in a tournament, because I know that that would change my mind for at least one of those. So who wants to go first? Well, we, I, we are you ready to go right now? Damn. Wait, are we cut, why are we cutting it out? We should talk about what we're gonna bring, right? Okay, I was gonna. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna do a whole list, each of us. I was. That's, that's what I was work, man. All right, we don't have to do a full list. I don't fuck. <laughs> you All definitely right. dropped like way more than one f bomb. Yeah, there's <laughs> at least been two that I know. Oh, awesome. I know. I've, I know. I've said three. You're uh, like tired. I, I, anyway, I've so, dropped uh, two frickins though too. I know that too. So I, I said a couple right. frickins and I was like, oh, Am I it's worse. It's worse. I will go back and bleep those ones as well, so they think. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway. So in this strategy of extraction. What mass do you think you would take, Rudy? Versus uh, Arcanists. I've only got the four right now. And uh, the ones that the ones that stand out to me are uh, I like the idea of Jacob Lynch. No, sorry. I like the idea of Lucas McCabe because of his ability to do some of the other things like deliver the message and protect territory. And uh, he can bring a pretty swarmy list and keep them up pretty well. Um, Mei Feng is sort of the same way. She loves being in a fight, and she can bring a lot of models that, A, increase her movement, and also, like, she can swarm it with, uh, um, Komainu and Metal Gaiman. And the other one is potentially Brewmaster for the same reason, where he gets in there and he shuts people down. But the problem is Brewmaster likes to drag people in, and I want to be able to push people out. So I think what I'm going to do is go with Mei Feng, uh, and probably take Thunderous Smash and stuff like that so that getting closer to the end of the round, she can charge out towards the end of one of the bubbles and push people out of that bubble. And then she can bring her normal cadre of relatively survivable jump points and some support minions like maybe uh, Tashiro who could do some counter summoning and, uh, and maybe uh, an Ototo perhaps because he's got all the smashy. So I think right. I would start with a Mayfang for the for the for the crew. Cool. What do you think, Ken? 
the gremlins was. Especially if they're playing Archimists, because there'll be a good chance that they have uh, uh, constructs. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for just the strategy, I don't know, I was, I was kind of thinking Brewmaster, because um, he likes... Uh, he likes people to gather all up together. Um, but with that scheme pool, actually, I'm thinking... I think I'm thinking summer. Summoning summer. Uh, just to get that protect territory and uh, line in the sand. I can get a ton of bodies out and uh, really just like kind of control the board and uh, definitely have like the model count I need for extract. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Somer sounds like a good option. Yeah. For sure. I'd uh, just right now. I think it's part of it's that I haven't played any other Neverborn in like about a year. Is that <laughs> I'm gonna think of Pandora a lot, and I feel like Extraction's one she could do. She likes clumping up stuff. She's. I like her against Arcanist too, because she's got the misery, which can be brutal against hard to kill models. You know, mm-hmm. if you do, you know, just getting those extra little one point of damage at a time things really annoy armor and hard to kill stuff. So, I mean, that's my main reason for looking at her. Uh, also, what was the scheme pool we went over? It was uh, bodyguard, protect territory, outflank, deliver a message. Deliver a message, huh? Oh, I would probably go after deliver a message for myself yeah. because if I've got something in there that is a construct that's close to the master, I can use a metal gaiman to yeah. zero action magnetism in and then deliver. That would mm-hmm. be really pretty solid. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I would. I might deal two damage to my own guy if he's if he ends up going for an all living crew or a non construct crew yeah. like a beast crew or something. But that would still be worth it to do two damage to say. You know, uh, one of my other metal game in, or like a ran, or just a, a scrap token that's up there. You know, she can manage them in and then and then deliver from there. That could be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I have it, yeah. Deliver a message would be pretty solid for me too. I have so many reckless models that it's easy oh, yeah. to surprise someone with that and be like, oh, you're you're right there now, and you were that far away from me. Yeah. yeah. The- I've done that with the slop hauler where people are like, oh, it's just going to heal you guys more, right? And I'm like, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they hit me uh, message points right now. No. Yeah, that's definitely... Anything with reckless is great. Nice yeah. yeah. Or nimble. So I, I might yeah. I, I might bring Barbaros for that. Inlay's walk isn't great. Dude, All Barbaros and the Pandora here. crew is so baller. Yeah, he's good. I like yeah. him. The other model, actually, this is one you asked me about earlier and I didn't answer, was uh, what I'm thinking about bringing next time in Bishop. Wouldn't might actually make the list because, uh, yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> I've I've heard good things about him with Pandora, being able to pick uh, willpower. Yeah, that could be real fun. Oh, I'm gonna swing and do minimum damage six. Great. <laughs> yeah. Seems all right. Over four points, so hard to kill gets right around that. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that'll be armor uh, with armor. Yeah, and he's. I want to say, does he have an extra AP? I, I have never played him. Yeah, yeah, he is yeah, swift. He, he is. I'm thinking about turning one of my wastrels into bishop. Probably the one with the chains. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have. I got the. I picked up the old metal one in a used bin. So. I think both of the both I'm of the ready. bishop 
models are really dumb looking. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah, I, I might be might be up for through the breach one eventually, but I've got the model and it's at least partially painted, so I'm gonna try them out. Well, he's a big the the one that I'm thinking about is the bald one with the mustache, and he's got chains wrapped around his fist. He already sort of yeah. looks like a cage fighter, so yeah, that's true. He'd be very good yeah. for it. I don't know what I'm gonna do to make him not look like the wastrel is the problem, and I've already painted him. You I may could. just say this is a bishop. <laughs> you could take the hair off of a bishop model and put it on him. That's what I hate about the I bishop model. <laughs> you could take his head off and put it on a bishop model. Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I uh, like that. I like the uh, nimble models for deliver message. I don't know if with protect territory and extraction, I feel like I could probably do that too. I mean, protect right. territory is a fairly easy one. Yeah. Uh, and if extraction's going well, you'll be pulling the thing towards you, making it. Although, I don't know. There, might there's be not. A little bit more productive, though. I guess now. Yeah. About it, if you if you need models out away from you and you want to pull the extraction marker in, yeah, well, protect territory is not that far out is the thing. And I, no. when I played extraction, I don't think I ever pulled it more than you know. It's never been like well, in my deployment zone. Is is it always beneficial to drag protect territory towards you? You know. Well, I, I know, know there was a, there was a time when I was playing. I think. It was either Mayfang or it was maybe a Vicky's or something where we were playing one of the... I think we were playing Extraction, and I, I think Protect Territory was on the table, and I pushed the the, the territory marker... or I pushed the, the, the Extraction marker towards the enemy and then continued to charge downfield. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that would be helpful, I think. And then especially with Summers. It could be, yeah. I mean, for... I'm thinking... Of course like, it's going to be dependent, dependent. Like, if you're going with... Protect territory and uh, deliver a message, and you just want to sort of go out, grab it, and pull it back towards you, and then hunker. That's that's another story. Um, as for the other the other things in the in the pool, oh sorry, go ahead. What would, you said you would do deliver the message, Ken? Yeah, I think I would do deliver the message. I mean, I've got enough. Like yeah, I with the reckless, yeah. reckless models, right. like, okay. I can do it. And if and another thing with summer, if I feel like it, once I've once I've gotten enough gremlins around where I need them. Um, I mean, his gun is obscene, and if you're crowded up around an extraction marker trying to score for it, I'm going to blow the crap out of you. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. His extraction ability is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I would say if you wanted to do that, you should take Sammy with encouragement, because but yeah, that would be the bomb. Uh I would probably I would probably fall back on protect territory because outflank is is so hard to do, and my crew would not be set up could be set up pretty well for line of the sand but isn't like I don't I don't want to shift gears that far, and bodyguard if it was a tournament scenario like I would have to be bodyguarding a Toto who is paper, uh, or potentially I don't know Toshiro who's also sort of easy to beat down or wants to stay in the backfield, so I don't You're think body is too great for me. Arcanists, who have several ways of ignoring uh, or getting... Well, no, they don't really ignore armor, I guess, but they ignore armor. They don't really ignore hard to wound as much. There's a few, yeah. but they like Joss. So. Were I to see this as an Arcanist player, my 
feelings would probably go, that looks like a great um, Ironsides list. Yeah. Because if once once Ironsides is like Ironsides and her cadre are going to move into the front and potentially hold the thing just by being there, and if the ski marker gets pulled away from her, she can still rush him to get into range of it pretty easily. And then once she's in range, she can use a you looking at me to drag a friendly up, and then the friendly can do a deliver the message. And of course, once everything's sort of moving away from your area, protect territory becomes a snap. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of bodyguard, um, at least with the list that I'm running, because I'd probably be bringing Lenny, and Lenny can, if you, if you get him out of position, like he can just go down really easily. His willpower and defense are so low. He's got hard to wound, but it lasts long if you focus on him. Those the bodyguard would probably, I guess, run four henchmen or something. <laughs> That's actually very interesting. Three henchmen and a bishop. <laughs> I was saying that uh, I might end up bringing like three henchmen, which is strange, but there's three good henchmen and that Pandora likes, like Candy, Widow Weaver, and the uh, Barbaros. So, man, it's Barbaros. like a really elite crew, though. So. Barbaros is like, okay, so you have a Barbaros and you have a Candy, and anyone wants to do anything, and Barbaros has challenge up. If it's not against Barbaros, then you have to take the manipulative check and the challenge check, and they're both willpower duels, and if you fail either of them, you take damage and fail the action. And they're both high willpower duels. Too, yeah, so. it's like 15 and 14, respectively. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to do that too much just because a lot of Joe stuff kept dying. Like, challenge didn't really matter because he had three models left on the table. You know, and Zoraida was having to do it, and it's like, oh, I have a five. Yeah, I can totally pass your challenge. That's not a problem at all, you know. <laughs> Zoraida. He kept doing that. He kept being like, oh, what is it, manipulative uh, 12? Oh, I need a two. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, thanks, Joe. <laughs> I know she's willpower 10. <laughs> do you, though? Do yeah, I do. Know? I used to play her a lot. <laughs> I did, and I remember distinctly when the first time Miles found out that she was willpower 10, and he didn't <laughs> believe me. He thought, he, was like, he thought I was joking, and I'm like, no, it's 10. Well, give me that. Give me that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, you're looking at the wounds. I'm like, no. <laughs> willpower 10. You're <laughs> looking at the wounds. No, she's got 12 wounds. <laughs> Let's switch them. No, uh, yeah. But it was... Yeah, so that means... It's, I, and that's the thing, they have really good minions, too. So I, I feel like I want to play Neverborn and make them suffer, just so I don't play a lot of minions. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to play all old geists and young Nephilim and... <laughs> illuminated. And illuminated. Uh -huh. And depleted. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> yeah, there's... There's a lot of fun options, so... Yeah, definitely. Look at those guys. I, I, that's one thing I should do with her, is try and bring some more minions and just random stuff. I don't know. Uh, I think that I would want to bring a Tannin. Because if I can get Tannin in there and, uh, and disrupt being able to cheat and also disrupt Chatty so that people couldn't deliver the message against me, I think Chatty's going to be very important in this game. 
um, either to stop protect territory once you see it going down, or to just sit there and sort of create a no no deliver zone uh, unless they deal with the chatty model. That yeah. would mean I need to activate him early and get rid of his manipulative check. You just reminded me deliver the other nice the the other master for this would be Zoraida just because she can obey him to do stuff. She can sort of hang back and still be really effective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't think she wouldn't be bad in extraction either. I just don't think about her as much because I'm not playing her. But and if someone looks like they're starting to make it deliver the message run, you can yeah. obey them to get the f out of there. Or just re- yeah, or Raven form and just move. Yeah. Or, or obey, <laughs> obey Tannen to put his chatty up. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's or great. Anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm, I might have to play Zoraida just, just a couple times while I'm doing this Neverborn kick. Yeah, I, I I'm like gonna be honest so with you. When I when I repacked my bag, I was like, oh, look at all this extra space. Maybe I can throw some favorites in here. So my my bag is all of my ten thunders things. Lilith, Kaladi, Victoria's, Colette, Karis, Rasputina, McMorning, <laughs> uh, and Hoffman. I have a big bag. So basically anything I anything I like playing and also all of the Ten Thunders, which I like playing. So I feel like this is as ultimate as the bag is going to get. The only thing that didn't really make it in there were like Lady Justice and Sonya, Ironsides, which I don't even actually own, um, uh, uh, Raymo. No, maybe Raymo's even made it in, even though I don't like playing it much. It's just all Masters, and there's no minions or anything yep. else, though. Yep, correct. <laughs> So, right. and, I, and I filled up all these trays, and I was like, "All right, which one of these trays do I need to leave back so that I could put my, you know, my my book and my uh, model carrier and all that stuff in?" And I was like, "Oh, one of those is full of all my cry stuff, and it's just sitting in the bedroom, so I don't actually need to leave any of those out right now." So my bag is just full to the brim with stuff. It's it's kind of glorious. I think it's gonna be really hard to pull stuff out. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find the organization system. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff to go through every time you want to do crew. Yeah. Actually, wrong. it's funny because I had my bag packed for Gen Con with the camera on the bottom, and I still haven't swapped it out. Like I, so I just have like four inches of foam. <laughs> I need to do that before I get to Lynch because I'm hungry. Like I need some big taller stuff for uh, the 50 mils, but it's been fun. Any so we've decided on our crews roughly. Not I haven't nailed down to 50 stones, but. Yeah, that's fine. I think that it can be pretty broad. I would go with Mei Feng, I would go with Deliver the Message, I would go with Protect Territory, and I would use Metal Gaiman to do Protect Territory, or sorry, Deliver the Message, and probably Toshiro and Kamainu in the in the midfield to do to, uh, Protect, and I might try and push uh, push the Squat Marker or the Protect the infiltration, extraction marker towards the enemy to make it harder for them to do protect territory. Tug the rope, you mean? Tug the rope. Yeah. Except I would give them the rope so that they would fall on their butts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Totally remember that metaphor. You're welcome. Yeah. And then I'm going to bring Pandora and do horrible things to your willpower and Hopefully, run up against a bunch of stuff with hard to kill and make them sad. And maybe punch and you armor. in the brain. And That's armor. The Paralyze you and such. That'd be good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just yeah, like I said, I'm gonna do uh, family tree yeah. summer, deliver a message mm-hmm. and uh, protect oh, her, yeah. protect territory. So. so we all went deliver the message and protect territory. Oh wait, I don't know if I'll do protect territory. I might do might do uh, bodyguard, you know. Oh yeah. Three, yeah. On candy? Yeah, probably on candy. Candy bodyguard <laughs> is, is a pretty safe choice, especially when yeah. you're using Barbaros to and throw Bishop. Out. And Bishop. <laughs> yeah. To just be like, hey, we're going to stand by the extraction marker and punch anything that comes near it to death. Also, uh, I'm going to go ahead and use Nephilim <laughs> Gladiator to push everybody out. Good. It'll be good. Like I said, I've only played two games with Pandora, so anybody who's like, oh, now I know what to do with Pandora... Don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, lightning round. You guys lightning like round. Yeah, not... If you want more of those, we will talk with Dan and make sure he's not mad about us doing this. I mean, I think we, we're doing it in a very broad kind of spectrum. Just like oh, well, not only that, I, I actually did talk to Dan about this, uh, I think, a month or so back, saying, I think we want to try and do things where we're talking about you know, what we would do in a certain thing. And he was like, I mean, you do what you want so long as you give me some credit for it. And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, listen to Before We Begin Podcast. If you aren't, you are in the wrong place because that's... Specifically, it's pretty rare. The episodes we've been on. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else you want to talk about tonight? I don't think so. Not me. It's getting scary oh. out. Like it's thundering and lightning and pouring. I can hear the wind, like yeah, blowing past the house right now. Thunderbolts and lightning. Yeah. Very 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 frightening. I do. <laughs> you really would bring Ototo though. You're just making fun of us. Like... I don't know. <laughs> it, it, against Arcanist, it's not as big a deal. There aren't a lot of willpower manipulators. Against Neverborn, probably never ever. But, but. It, He's you know, damage four, and he's got thunderous smashes to push people around. All right, I need to play a Toto, I guess, some more. But I was just listening to this Games and Stones Masaki episode, and they were talking about a Toto and how he's got a bad rap. Bad rap. Um, also, how Sensei Yu is great. Um, I may reconsider and throw Sensei Yu in that list if I was actually playing this game. Because casting seven versus defense to push people four inches and just yeah. be like, oh, you, get out. You, get out. <laughs> yeah, that could be good. Sensei, you. See, I just want all the ten thunders henchmen. And that's why I'm playing. <laughs> because it's Sensei, you, Toshiro, Kang, Ototo. Uh, oh, Pretty sure you can yeah. pay for all of those. <laughs> No, you can't. You can't pay for all of them, but okay. those are all the options. Okay, you're just listing all the options, all right? Now I'm having trouble. Uh, Sadir. Yeah. Okay. Clean slate. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mistakes Were Made podcast. You can reach us by email at mwmpodcast at gmail dot com, or on Twitter at at mwmpodcast. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. Or, <laughs> or more whatever. Than a week. <laughs> Go ahead. Good night. Good enough. <laughs> are we going to edit it in? I mean, are we going to... Oh, yeah. Usually we just live? we just uh, edit out. We might actually have to record a new one to add Ken into the thing because Ken has a Twitter handle also. Yeah.
next week. <laughs> Do you want to? Is... What? Hmm? What? You were going to say something. When I was a top, my mom's dropped fables and stories To warn me of the dangers that were laying before me To keep it in a rest and she would hide the lesson To guide my direction, provide the right message In time I developed a sense of her embellishments Hence I was rebellious against what she was telling me When I was a teen I pretended that my demons were friends I defended the place, yo and that was the case Slurred speech tripping off of my face The world creeped as I slipped to the awfulest place You could imagine, not the average things you see on acid my granddad bloody hovering on a speaker cabinet Laughing in a raspy tone Covered in maggots A snack on his mass of the bone I couldn't grasp it Did it double dismount